So Dr. Peter Hotez and scores of doctors on Twitter are absolutely freaking out at the mere suggestion that Dr. Hotez go on Joe Rogan's podcast to debate RFK about vaccine injuries. Because, of course, you see, in the cult of the experts, in the cult of the medics, there is no higher authority than the doctors who know all, see all, and always tell all. Except in this case, we don't want to even attempt to take on someone who is beneath us, someone who is not a part of our coterie. And so, how dare you ask, general public, you low-level plebes who know nothing of science, who have not even a flame to match with us powerful intellects, how dare you challenge us? How dare you question us? How dare you ask for transparency? There's nothing to show you. There's no issue to be resolved. It's all just a big misunderstanding and only on your part. And we are beyond reproach. We are beyond questioning. We are beyond challenging. And it is beneath us to sit in front of hundreds of millions of people and debate some very contentious issues we don't even want to do it in attempt to try to bring forward a case that would silence all the horrible, nasty conspiracy theorists, now would we? We wouldn't want to do that. We wouldn't want to try to dispel all the lies of people like RFK, who's a professional propagandist and anti-vaxxing conspiracy theorist hoaxer, quack. And they just pile the names, the ad homs, and it's amazing how many ad hominems you can detect in these tweets that these doctors are putting out there in light of this, in light of even the mere suggestion. We're not even at a debate yet. We haven't even, there's no debate scheduled. Just this suggestion from Joe Rogan that Dr. Peter Hotez come on his show, who he's had on the show in the past, and come back on the show to defend the holy grail of medical science, the vaccine industry, which is overseen by literally the most corrupt institutions on the face of the earth. But how dare we question it? So here's an interesting little back and forth. Joe Rogan had said, again, I'm going to ask you very, very clearly, are you willing to debate Robert Kennedy Jr. on my podcast? And he's talking to Peter Hotez because it was all this back and forth and it was getting really weird. So then Tom Nichols has to peep up and say, oh, well, no medical professional should ever agree to do this. Never. It elevates the conspiracy guy, demeans the medical professional, and we'll only convince the kooks out there that RFK is right because a real doctor took the time to debate him. Never debate a conspiracy theorist. That's how he ends it. But here's the thing, Tom. Here's the thing. I'm going to say my bit and then I'll tell you what Rogan told him. If this is just an open and shut case, the way you guys are pretending, and we all know you're pretending, then this should be an easy walk in the park and you should be jumping at the chance to correct all of the online conspiracies about vaccines by taking on one of the number one challengers in the ring in this arena, RFK. And why not take the opportunity to put him to bed for good and absolutely devastate his arguments with the real facts and science that he just doesn't know or understand and then help save more lives by putting an end to all these crazy conspiracy theories. Why not take that opportunity? Well, of course that's not what they want to do because I think they're afraid. 
So Rogan says to Tom Nichols, that would be a great suggestion if you could assure that the industry you were representing wasn't completely captured by heartless monsters who have a history of some of the biggest criminal fines in human history because their deception has cost hundreds of thousands of people their lives. It would be a great suggestion if the industry you were defending didn't occasionally look at human beings as an opportunity to generate insane wealth regardless of the tragic consequences. But you can't do that. So maybe it'd be a good idea to have a fucking debate. <laughs> That was awesome. Let's go through a few more because there's a trend here. So now then even Elon Musk has gotten into it and he's just saying any scientist who refuses to be questioned is anything but. Exactly. But Elon, here's the thing. All the science got changed in 2020. We got ushered into the new normal, the new normal of how people interface with their government, the new normal of more surveillance, more draconian control, no constitutional protections whatsoever, the discarding of international laws that protect an individual's right to have free informed consent when it comes to medical procedures that have a right to not be coerced or psychologically pressured to do something they don't want to by their governments. That all got changed to the new normal, which is do as we say, don't question us. No, we're not going to show up to debates with you plebs and get on your knees and thank your lucky stars for our existence. Thank you very much. That's the new normal. I mean, it's pretty much been the normal for quite some time, but it is now at a totally different level. And so scientists in the modern age, in the new normal age, in the new world order age, they don't have to defend themselves anymore because they're protected. They're protected by centrally controlled social media algorithms. They're protected by the biggest, most profitable industry on the face of the earth and all the funding that goes into the media, which act as gatekeepers to also protect them from any kind of scrutiny. And so science isn't really science anymore. I wish it was. I'm an advocate for science. I wish I could trust the science. And I trust the scientific method. But I don't trust the corruption that is leaked into the institutions of so-called science, especially medical science. So these aren't real scientists anymore. These are paid shills operatives that are working at the behest of their masters and whoever pays the bills that's where the science goes so is it really science but of course anybody coming from either the inside or the outside will be disparaged as an enemy of the science and that's why i think we're seeing many trends to show that this is a cult so then here's some of these doctors making fun i don't even know if this guy's a doctor let's see let's see if he's a doctor no, he's just a reporter. All right, so this guy, Ben Collins, he says, I challenge Michael Jordan to a debate on how to score despite a double team. If he does not accept my challenge, I am right about all basketball things and Michael Jordan is wrong. This is legally binding because I said it on a podcast. So, of course, he's doing his little tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> my response says, well, I challenge Pfizer to debate their $2.3 billion plea deal back in 2009 for, quote, bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. I mean, when you get actually convicted and fined that kind of money for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results, you wonder why the public might be losing some trust. And I would also like to debate them on that time when they admitted to paying off nearly 4,500 doctors and medical professionals, over $20 million for speaking on Pfizer's behalf. And guys, that's just what they admitted to, right? That's just what they were forced to pay fines about. You know, you could keep going down the list. 
Pfizer agreed to pay $400 million back in 2004 to settle criminal charges that it had bribed doctors to prescribe its epilepsy drug Neurotonin for indications for which it had not been approved. In 2011, a jury found Pfizer committed racketeering fraud in its marketing of the drug Neurotonin. Pfizer agreed to pay $142.1 million to settle the charges. In 2012, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission announced that it had reached $45 million settlement with Pfizer to resolve the charges that its subsidiaries had bribed overseas doctors and other healthcare professionals to increase foreign sales. Pfizer was sued in U.S. federal court for using Nigerian children as human guinea pigs without the parents' consent. Pfizer paid $75 million to settle in Nigerian court for using an experimental antibiotic Trovan on the children with no consent. The company paid an additional undisclosed amount in the U.S. to settle charges here. Pfizer had violated international law, including the Nuremberg Convention established after World War II due to Nazi experiments on its own unwilling prisoners. And guys, this was back in, was that 2009 or 2012? Let alone what happened in 2020, 21, 22, and continuing. On and on we could go. And that's just one pharmaceutical company. We could go through the list of them all. It's unbelievable that these doctors, and especially after what we just witnessed, with this total failure of a medical drug, with this mRNA experimental, whatever the hell it is, which has recorded, documented internationally by experts, not by some outsider, experts, doctors themselves, who are showing that this thing has caused more damage and more death and more injury with still yet to be fully understood damages than any other vaccine in history combined. And they already had major problems. And there are even many questions by doctors and by medical experts who've been silenced. Let's talk about that. Who would tell you and show you the out of the medical literature itself that all of these major diseases that the vaccines claim were, or the vaccine proponents claim were the result of vaccination, were already in massive decline before the vaccines were even introduced. So there's a lot of questions. This is what RFK is talking about is stuff that comes from the medical literature and from insiders and people who come from within the cult of the medics, okay? So you can't just, the, the reason they're going ad hom is because they're panicking. They don't want to have to show up to a debate like that. They've never shown up to a debate like that. That's always been the excuse. We don't want to debate anybody that's challenging our holy grail industry that grooms us through medical school, that pays and wines and dines us to promote their products. And that is essentially a criminal racketeering mafia. And that, that, those are statements that, again, that's just not coming from someone like me, some outsider. Those are statements that I've read directly from people who worked within the New England Journal of Medicine or many of these scientific publishing paper uh, organizations or who worked within the drug and pharma industry. We've got lineups of whistleblowers. How about this? Have RFK show up with Peter Hotez and his favorite buddy and then bring in one of these insiders and whistleblowers to the table as well. So that way, the accusation of, oh, we can only talk doctor to doctor because you guys just wouldn't understand my science. That could, we could eliminate that right out of the gate. But let's talk about the silenced. How many 
doctors of high rank and prestige over the last decades have been silenced, have gone missing, <laughs> have had their careers and reputations destroyed simply for raising a hand to question one vaccine or maybe a few or even the schedule or even the, the idea that there's just way more vaccines being jabbed into these young babies arms than ever before in human history. And we might want to, we might want to see if this might be um, causing any kind of problems. But it's of course, you are not allowed, you are not qualified, even though you do come from within the medical institutions. So these guys get silenced and censored. How many doctors and experts, I've documented them throughout the course of 2020, right through to today, that we're now at the level of having thousands of these doctors that have been silenced all over the world for questioning even the COVID vaccine or even the COVID protocols, which violated all of their previous medical training. And they were like, why are we doing this now like this? Why have we taken China's model as the model for dealing with this particular pandemic? And they, they questioned it right from the beginning. And lo and behold, I believe they stand vindicated. And yet, were they apologized to? Were their careers restored? Were they given any kind of financial compensation? No. Let alone the scores of doctors that came before them to challenge from within. So I say, instead of trusting the science blindly, which isn't science anymore, it's a rigged game now. Trust the silenced. Trust the people with courage. These doctors have no courage. They're all betas and fetas and minus. If there was nothing to hide, if they were so right and you were all so wrong and RFK and Joe Rogan and Elon Musk and every, everybody that's been questioning them publicly in front of millions by, mind you, who want to know. If they're so wrong, this should be an easy mop-up. But the fact that they're all squirming in their little doctor chairs right now and coming to the fight to go, you shouldn't even talk to these bloody conspiracy theorists. It's beneath you. Shows you everything you need to know. They have no courage. They're literally just representing a sh a an empty husk of, a, of an industry that is a shell game, that is fraudulent, that is riddled with criminals and liars, racketeering, fraud, manipulating, you know, bribing politicians to help stuff through these bills, like the 1986 Act to give vaccine manufacturers liability protection in the event that when you get jabbed up with one of their experimental concoctions and you get injured, you can't sue them, which means they have no accountability. They don't technically have any real oversight anymore because half of the guys walking in and out of Congress or Parliament are all also paid by pharmaceutical companies or have worked previously in the pharmaceutical industry and then now they just decided to become a politician so they can help bolster more protections for this industry in government. So there's that problem. So the concern here is about corruption that has happened. And why not settle it with a debate? And if you guys are so confident, this should be an easy wash. And then you would get the opportunity to save more lives from the, from the scary anti-vaxxers. But no, there's nothing they're going to do to get on a debate. Because they're cowards. They're afraid of something. So look at this, Dr. Natalia. No professional would debate anything with an uneducated incompetence. 
Just because one floods the information space with blatant disinformation doesn't prove this person has experience and expertise to be debated by one of the top world scientists like Dr. Peter Hotez. <laughs> These medics apparently hate being questioned on why they are the third leading cause of death. <laughs> and then you got this guy, Alistair McAlpine, medical doctor. Publicly debating anti-vaxxers while superficially appealing is a bad idea. Anti-vaxxers aren't bound by science. RFK will firehose a million bad claims and Hotez won't be able to refute them all and he'll claim victory. Create B, he creates the impression that this is a 50-50 issue worth debating. But this is the truth, Doc, is that the doctors and the medics can't even fathom a world where they aren't just blindly worshipped and obeyed any longer by the masses without ever being questioned. But guess what? That world doesn't exist anymore. After COVID, you guys are lucky you're still working in town. And I hope there's more debates to happen. And if you don't like RFK as a challenger, let's roll out the list. Let's bring on Dr. Peter McCullough. Let's get someone more in the middle. Let's get some of these other very highly esteemed experts. Let's get some of the people that worked for many of these medical journals and looked at the data every single day. Let's get some biostaticians on the map. Let's get some of the insiders and the whistleblowers who have equal, if not greater credentials than someone like Hotez. And let's put them, let's make it a tournament. How about that? Let's make it a vaccine global international tournament where we can have doctors who wanna defend the pharmaceutical regime and doctors who have questions and want them answered and have evidence to bring to the fore. And let's compare evidence and let's see where the truth lies. Let's settle this debate in our society once and for all. And the fact that you guys aren't jumping at the bit to take up this opportunity to silence one of the biggest conspiracy theories of the last 200 years tells me everything that I need to know. It's a cult of experts. You've become what you hate. You're riddled with corruption. You can't stand being questioned. Many of you have become full-blown narcissists, but you're not alphas because if you were truly an alpha, meaning you truly do believe and can defend at any moment your position, you'd be ready and willing to jump on that Rogan podcast and debate as quickly as humanly possible. Because isn't your job to save as many lives? Isn't your job to help clear up the disinformation? Isn't your job to help teach us uneducated farm animals that don't know any better because we're not doctors like you? I'm going to close with this quote from RJ Intendola. I put it in my Cult of the Medics series, and it just describes what a cult is. And you tell me, are these guys really scientists or are they cultists? The cult thrives on maintaining strict, harmonious beliefs in attitude, opinions, and behavior. Discord and dissonance are averted at all costs to maintain a false dogma. Truth propels the group deeper into pseudo-beliefs and truth-telling is defamed. The result is cognitive dissonance. Let's make this debate great again. I hope to see it. If you guys have nothing to hide, show up and find out.